To the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther, coming to you live tonight from an Airbnb in Scottsdale, Arizona, with my co-host on my far left, Joey Nocho Prano. Hello, Andy. And in between Joe and I, his Dirty Slides co-host, the one and only Andy Lazarus. Lazarus. What's up? What's up? What's up, dirt balls? <laughs> the energy is low. I had to force these guys to pod. Is that how we, you guys wanted to do it in the morning? Yeah, that's fine. We're, we're here. I mean, I didn't want to do I'm it here, at all. I'm totally here in honest, the bright yeah. lights. You didn't want to we're do it at all, Prado. Completely no, overlit. But we have, you know, we have sponsors. Yeah, and whatnot. So yeah, we got, bill, we got bills to pay. We got bills. The fans to pay. Dem- were demanding a podcast. Yeah, so we, we're doing it. We are in a. I'm not mad about it. An Airbnb. In Scottsdale, Arizona. You said that. Yep. But I. But because we, we already, you already need to repeat yourself for content. Let's go. Yep. No, the Get reason this thing moving. The re, Jesus Christ, guys. Let's just ease in a little. There's a lot of hostility in this room. I feel. Do you think we all hate each other at this point? We've only been together for about two days now. What's, no, what, Les. No. You hate me? No. No, I love you, man. Yeah, I love you too. Okay. <laughs> I'm just yeah. making sure. Yeah. That, this line of communication's open. Yeah, we're good. We're great. Yeah, nothing me and Ruth up, are good too. Nothing breaks up a dirty slide. We're we're good. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're I good. I mean, you know, you're hysterical. I'm not hysterical. Let's just <laughs> you 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 were running around this morning in your underwear, yelling about towels. Well, I was running around because you flooded the entire Airbnb last night. Allegedly, allegedly. Let's get to it for people who do not know, and probably most people do not know. Last night was uh, a long night for us. We went and saw a Padres-Angels game at mm-hmm. Tempe Diablo Stadium. Mm-hmm. Met some dirt balls. Shout out to the dirt balls we met. Who we meet? We met Tyler, Crazy Eyes Sam Bradford. Crazy Eyes Sam Bradford, a.k.a. Johnny Fez. Andy Sandals. Andy, Andy Sandals. And Daniel, or Daniel. Daniel. Daniel, the world's only living Washington Nationals fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I touched him. He's felt, real. Yeah, right. he's real. I checked I checked his uh at one point when he wasn't looking, I snuck behind him and tried to look for wires. Yeah. yeah. Or like a control panel. Yeah. Seemed or to be like an actual uh, just human, a projector. Yeah, seemed to be yeah. an actual human being. Yeah. We walked We mentioned that to them. I'm like, we, wow. We walked up the second inning to go grab some food, take a bathroom break, whatever. There was already four dirt balls. I was super high on edibles. Waiting. I, I, was mul- I had multiple beers in me already. Yeah. And I was coming up the stairs, my head down, and uh, there was like a, bo- a human blockade. Yeah. It's like, Prino! And I was like, ah! <laughs> and it was our, it was our dirt ball yeah, crew. Dirt ball crew. It's got to be I nice. I was put at ease immediately when uh, 
crazy eyes Sam Bradford was wearing a Prano 2020 yeah. sticker. So that's, I knew I was. In. That's probably the only reason I accepted drugs from him. A total stranger. Yeah. Well, let's. He let's gave talk, me a peach. He's yeah. like, "Hey, Laz, I don't know if you're into this, but uh, I got like peach edibles." I'm like, "Absolutely, I'm it's into something it. that I'm give me your I'm drugs, hoping stranger." My constituents do forever. Right. Just uh, yeah. constantly on the giving yeah. out drugs kick. Yeah, I trusted him immediately because Prano 2020. Yeah, he just handed you and I. Mm-hmm. I uh, I ate it immediately. You p- stuck it in your pocket because you're a hoarder. <laughs> I'm trying to be responsible. Somebody's got to drive us around. <laughs> Whatever, know? hoarder. You know, at the time, you actually said it was a smart... T- you yourself said, don't eat this edible until we get back to the house. I know, because I know you'd be hysterical. Again, hyst- <laughs> what is your definition of the word hysterical? Joe, T- to me... This morning... I was not this, hysterical. This morning... Was he not running around in his underwear, screaming yeah, about was, and, towels and was, being dried in the He was hysterical last night as well He's, while the flood was being cleaned up. Right. Laying here yelling. I didn't see the flood, so I, you know. Yelling about the You guys the are so dramatic. No. no you're so you're, dramatic. You're so no, 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 no. You guys are, are you're exaggerating. Even even right now when we were setting up for the podcast, I was like, I was like, all right, I'm going to r- pull a Ruther. You're... Last night, like I did the work of cleaning up a flooded Airbnb while you slept. I was like, I'm going to take a nap while you set up the podcast. You're out here hysterical, talking to himself, <laughs> yelling, screaming, 15 minutes, 10 minutes, five minutes. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm napping. That's not me being hysterical. That's me giving you a time warning of when we're going to go live as I set up. No, Hysteria. Last night, here's what happened. We went to the bars. I'm sorry. We came back from the game. Yes. We hung out here for 20 minutes, then we went to the bars in Scottsdale, and when Joe and I came back last night, the entire hallway was flooded, my bedroom was flooded, the bathroom was flooded, someone left the faucet on in the main area bathroom. It was, but it, it has to be pointed out specifically not the bathroom in the master bedroom. I have my own bathroom; it's the only bathroom I've used the whole time I was here. <laughs> the Andes, the wet bandits over here, have their own bathroom. Yep, and they—that was where—that was where the sink was uh, overflowing, still running when I got here. Water everywhere, like about an inch everywhere. deep. I mean, not an inch deep, but but cover like you know, a huge. Like a flooded. It was wet in here. The it tile was, got it, wet. It, it, Everything it, it, was it, it, allegedly. Wet. I didn't see any of this. It was wet. So right. he, you flooded. You, you flooded the entire fucking house. So you say. Your you were the one who brushed your teeth before we went to the bar. Your toothpaste S- cap was in the sink. That's circumstantial evidence at best. <laughs> No, this is Michael Jackson shit. That has nothing to do... Do you think Michael Jackson touched those kids? What does... Do you think Michael Jackson touched those kids? Yeah, I do. Okay. So there's... Can I prove it? Hold on, hold on. Is there circumstantial evidence? Uh, Possibly. I don't know. I haven't watched the whole thing. So there's circumstantial evidence that you... I didn't even go in that bathroom. There's literally no other feasible... Have you you proven that Michael Jackson has fucked those kids? No. 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 You haven't. Just like you can't prove... I left the sink on. Yeah, I do. No. Because you brushed your teeth, your toothpaste. This this argument doesn't hold up in court. Yeah, it does. Doesn't hold water. Do- doesn't hold water. Sorry. It does. Sorry. You so you say. This is all hearsay. As far as I'm concerned. Because I came back at 2:30 in the morning, everything was dry. You I were mean, in hysterics. I, I went to bed. 
you know, if, if you put a gun in my head and say who left the thing on, you know, I might lean toward Andy Lazarus. Stop being a pussy now. But hold you, on. you know he did. But it. I only know one thing for certain. It was one of the two wet bandits over here. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the wet bandits. Yeah. I can say for sure it wasn't me. Yeah. And you're really protesting a lot, which makes me think you're suspect. How am I suspect? I didn't brush my teeth before I went to the bars. You did. Okay. What does that have to do with anything? Because it was your toothpaste cap that was stuck in the sink, which flooded. The, Prano spent an hour. He used thirteen towels. How did the? Uh, okay. He, have you? Have you? Have you? Who given cares? Joe an apology? I don't know that I did this. So what am I apologizing for? Flooding I've just merely Airbnb. been accused of doing this. I've not asked for an apology from anybody. Yet. I think you should offer him an apology. Not that that's what that's an admission of guilt. I don't know that I did this. All I know is so I you, came back at two thirty in the morning and was vehemently accused by you of doing this. And then this morning, you were still railing on and being hysterical about the towels that Joe used had to be in the dryer. No, because that's I ha- what that's where wet towels go. That's that's their yeah, home. Because then I had to then I had to wash and dry all the towels, thirteen of them. Oh, I was. Oh, I'm sorry, you had to wash and dry the towels. Joe had to. Use the towels and pick them up. And according to Joe, you didn't even help him out then. So you should have at least washed and dried the towels. Yeah, I did my part. I went up. I got coffee for everybody this morning, minus myself. I I got McDonald's. I went to Walmart. I was up and at them at 8 a.m. So what do you want? A medal? So my point is this. (laughs) Yeah. You should apologize to Joe Prano. I'm not going to apologize for something... I didn't do. So you think I did it? You think I flooded I don't this know entire Airbnb? It. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you have no evidence. Right. And I'm, I, but it's I bur- have evidence. Yeah, but the burden of proof is you on you. You brushed your teeth. That doesn't have anything to do with faucets. Prano has, is on record on Periscope accusing you of being the wet bandit. Well, Prano, that's you fine. are. Th- yeah. th- that's fine. But he still hasn't proven anything. You think if this went to a court, I'm 100%. the one that cleaned it up. Yeah, and I am fine. He doesn't it's care. Over the, yeah, we have an entire a tile Airbnb. Yeah. Airbnb. Thank God we're in Arizona, not Vermont, right. where we would have wood damage for right. years. Yeah, then you'd be really hysterical. Wood damage. I wasn't hysterical. I just no. You were hysterical, and not only were you hysterical, you were hysterical about hypothetics. There was you raged for about a half hour about what if. The podcast gear had gotten wet. Yeah, but it had. It's like a half hour. I'm like, but it didn't. You're yeah. like, but what if it had? And you were also in your underwear screaming and yelling about it, which makes you, it's hard for me to take you seriously if you're in your underwear. I just got out of the shower. Right. Okay. So I, I just had my but, underwear on. All right. But for 30 minutes, you had your underwear on, yelling I and running up and I can only imagine how hysterical you would have been. Had you not been participating in cannabis last night, yeah. so got a shout, big shout out to Trevor for getting you back into using cannabis. Trevor, as as Jesus pointed out to us tonight, yeah, that, well, Tra- Jesus, shout out to Jesus who we met tonight. Shout out to Mason who we met. Mormon dirtball. First of all, Jesus was drunk, so everything- Jesus is always wow. Drunk. Just I mean, just big deal. Can, can you prove that? Yeah, because yeah, he told allegedly. me he, he was, told me many times I'm shit faced. So the fact Pier, that you're trying Pier to say, say. <laughs> you know what, guys, let's just talk sports because, you know, because you got nothing. No, you got nothing. No, because I got a lot of shit to do. I got a fucking 
You guys have to go, you know, go your little ways and sleep. I got to thust and load this podcast when it's oh, done. Oh, my gosh. I got to fucking break down the equipment. Oh, yeah, these two lights. <laughs> Give me a break. You got nothing. You got nothing. You know, you're stuck with me driving back to Los Angeles, and Guess Andy. what? You'll still have nothing then. You're never going to prove this. <laughs> I'm going to hit up our Airbnb host. Okay. I'm going to let him know that you flooded it. That seems cool. like a terrible, terrible idea. <laughs> terrible idea. Okay. Joe, let's talk about Odell Beckham Jr. Do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> let's pivot the show a little. Let's talk about OBJ. Do we have to? We do. Okay. The, the New York football giants traded a potentially all-time receiver. I mean, the fastest receiver to a million different fucking statistics. Uh, you know, arguably one of the best athletes in the NFL. Um, they got a first-round pick, a third-round pick, and uh, who else? Oh, and Jabril, Pe- and Jabril Peppers. Yeah. Jabril Peppers. You didn't even get Julius? You should have got Julius no, Peppers, yeah, too. Yeah, we got Jabril Peppers. Yeah. Um, they've replaced Landon Collins with Jabril Peppers. They've replaced Odell Beckham Jr. with Golden Tate. Um, they replaced Olivia Vernon with Marcus Golden. He's not a bad player. He's on a one-year deal. It's a prove-it deal. He's going to be motivated. I just, you know, a lot of people have been asking me what the strategy is what what what's the giants plan to which i can only say i don't know i said yeah. earlier today change the uniform colors to pink move them to portland call themselves the donuts yeah. i don't know i don't know the plan what they're doing yeah um i get the fucking everybody wants to say well the giants haven't won anything with fucking odell beckham well the giants haven't won anything with saquon barkley are we trading saquon barkley uh, Odell Beckham has four 1,000-yard seasons in his six seasons in the NFL. Golden Tate's been playing in the league nine years, has 3,000-yard seasons. So he has one less 1,000-yard seasons in twice as long as Odell Beckham Jr. He fucked his old quarterback's ex-wife. He got <laughs> caught breaking into a donut shop. As an NFL fucking player, he's breaking into donut shops. So, he already posted a video where he played both Jerry Maguire and the fucking black dude in Jerry Maguire in the Show Me the Money video. Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba yeah. Gooding Jr. It, he's already posted that. Everybody with the Odell Beckham is a fucking show me, look at me, diva wide receiver. He's already posted a Show Me the Money two-part video. And he went to Notre Dame on top of all that. But And great. I like Golden Tate. Great. I like Jabril Peppers, but I don't like him as much as Landon Collins, and I don't like Golden Tate as much as Odell Beckham Jr., and I just think that Odell Beckham Jr. has been called out. It's it's just, it's really the angry white guy that doesn't like Odell Beckham Jr. Whose and name is? I'm just saying generally. That's who doesn't like Odell Beckham Because it seems Jr. like Dave Gettleman doesn't like the, But the angry Odell. white guy everywhere. Right. Uh, he's a cancer. Uh, every player... That has left the New York Giants in the last five years, has gone to another team, and immediately tweeted that Odell Beckham should come to their team. <laughs> so this whole they don't like no, he's a locker room cancer. Everybody that leaves wants him to come to their team. 
Drivers Landry played with him four years in college. He's been recruiting him for four seasons. The guy is crying on the sideline and kicking things over because his team isn't doing well. Suddenly we hate fucking people who are really upset about losing now. I've, I've done the tweets a million fucking times. That when Tom Brady runs over to the fucking sideline and screams at everybody and kicks something over, he's passionate. Right. When Odell Beckham does it, he's the N-word. Because people are fucking assholes. I, th- I think that's a stretch. Okay, well, Lawrence Taylor was fucking children and smoking crack. So, <laughs> yeah, he was. He also won in Super Bowls. Yeah, and- he was winning Super Bowls. He didn't win Super Bowl his first year in the league. He didn't win Super Bowl his second year in the league. He won two Super Bowls in his fucking career. And I love Lawrence Taylor, and I'm so glad we, so glad we didn't get rid of Lawrence Taylor. And guess what? The whole the Giants were never going to win with Odell Beckham. When he wins with Cleveland, is that immediately out the window? Because everybody in fucking Cleveland's super excited to have him. I have a feeling next year it's not going to be like, oh, what's the problem? Fucking Baker and Odell are not getting along. Also, you have Shepard, you have Ingram, you have Saquon, and you're looking to get a new quarterback and we've been talking about the rookie deal for quarterbacks Odell Beckham was in the perfect position they can pay all those guys they don't have to pay their next quarterback because they're going to draft somebody young they can fucking trade for Josh Rosen they can get Dwayne Haskins they can trade up to get Kyler Murray whatever it is but are you really surprised? Like this trade doesn't surprise me at all. Because, this surprised me. Well, but why? Because because the reason it doesn't surprise me is because Odell's been having issues within the organization for a year and a half Again, now. What does within the organization mean? That means with the front office. Yes, with, exactly. So the owner and Gettleman. So they've been having issues. That's who my are white. Well, first of all, first <laughs> hold on. First of all. The ownership is one thing. The ownership is not. It's not supposed to be in charge of fucking making right. a call on who does or does not make a team. He has a new general manager in Dave Gettleman, who signed last off season, who immediately inked him to a ninety plus million dollar deal that they're now still going to pay a part of because he traded them. Who also, you know, we love to fucking say like, well. Uh, this player said this and then did this. This player, he said, we didn't sign him to trade him. And then immediately traded him. Yeah. Doesn't that make why, that guy a fucking lying asshole? That's why it surprised me, I think. But that didn't surprise me because they're all full of shit. How many times do GMs say one thing and do another? Uh, it yeah, does make him that, a lying asshole. There's no denying yeah. that. But my point is you see this time and time again. In pro sports. I guess it surprised me because I heard like the Niners were trying to get him. I'm like, the Niners will never get him. And here's the thing. Going to Cleveland, damn. John Dorsey was with the Chiefs. Built the fucking Chiefs up. Yep. Chiefs playing the AFC Championship game this year. Drafted Pat Mahomes. Won the fucking MVP. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks the job he did with the Chiefs, fantastic. Goes over to the fucking Browns, turns them around. They won they won one game in two seasons. Seven wins, right? They get seven wins? Yeah, seven, eight, one. It's pretty good. Seven wins last year. Yeah. Dave they Gettleman, had four games they should have won, Gettleman probably. hated by everybody in Carolina. Turned Carolina into fucking what? <laughs> and and then goes to the Giants. John Dorsey, jizzing in his pants. Was like, they've, been, they've been talking about he wants Odell for fucking two months now. Got him. Got him. 
pretty pretty sure uh, Dave Gettleman also traded Carolina's best player, Steve Smith. How'd that work out? Well, I want to talk about wide receiver thing. It just pisses me off. My friends, my fellow Giants fans, we were never going to fucking win. He's a diva. He's a what? Name me a name me a fucking name me a team that doesn't have a diva wide receiver. New England. Okay, we got we've we've I think we've covered. You, if you want to go back into the fucking dirty sports archives, I think we've covered sufficiently how New England chooses their wide receivers. <laughs> Cincinnati. A.J. Green's not a diva wide receiver. How's, are Cincinnati never going to win with A.J. Green. Too quiet. Not a leader. Never going to win with them. Hold on, dude. Julio you're Jones, getting all defensive. quiet. No, yeah, I'm, but you, I'm saying. You asked the question, and, you're, and, we're, and we're naming non-diva right. guys. And, Julio and Jones, A.J. Green. Not a leader. Not leaders. Says who? Says Me. Not not loud enough in the locker room. Not <laughs> not out on the field. Rah rah and guys up. Yeah. Not a leader. Dude, they, it's how many the how other. many playoff games have they won with AJ Green? Dude, not a leader. You're getting so defensive because this is what people do. Because when you have blonde hair and you kick over kicking nets, you're not a leader. But when you don't talk to anybody and your team never wins any playoff games ever, you're fine. Right? Why isn't AJ Green called out for? Ne- they're never winning. They feed him the ball. Never win. They've never won a playoff game with A.J. Green. Ever. Well, Joe, he's also not bringing attention on himself. Julio Jones isn't bringing attention okay. on themselves. Great. Antonio Brown was bringing attention on himself. And right? they got rid of him. Yeah. They got rid of him. Exactly. Ben Rosberger bringing attention on himself. Correct? Or not correct? He's the fucking quarterback. It's a little Great. different. Didn't they he? didn't get rid of him. Yeah. He brought attention on himself. Well, the rape charges. Chicks. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't get rid of him. Cam Newton bringing bringing attention on himself for zany clothes, but you're also naming guys right there who've been to Super Bowls. So, so, so I don't know what lane you're in right now. You're naming guys who haven't won anything, but you're also naming guys like Ben Roethlisberger, who's won two Super Bowls. So, Cam uh, Newton, uh, who's been to a Super Bowl, great. And Cam Newton embarrassed himself in that Super Bowl and didn't and showed a complete lack of effort in in that Super Bowl and was criticized for not diving on a football in that Super Bowl. And also, didn't he shake, not shake hands? Yeah. yeah. Look, look. I'm not taking a position on this. I'm just, I am taking a position. I'm on just this. saying. I think it's ridiculously fucking stupid. The reason it's shocking is because who trades at all like a fucking world class talent for what? For <laughs> for Jabril Peppers and two picks. It didn't seem like enough when you heard when you heard about the uh, compensation. Were you like, oh yeah, that's that's a good deal for the Giants the NFL for me is tough to determine I mean I was shocked what the Raiders gave how little the Raiders gave up even though he's a lot older for Antonio Brown so they gave up a three and a five that's what I'm saying that's nothing he's still a, he's still a top five receiver Antonio Brown he's a I, top two but that's my point I was shocked for how little that trade worked out well Th- they had less that's leverage I, I can't figure it out is my is my point I don't understand NFL trades at all. Pittsburgh fucked themselves. Okay. Because they were like, they put a deadline on him, right? They're like, we want to get this yeah. done this week. Well, you're putting yourself in a poor uh, bargaining position that way. And every, if everybody knows you want to trade the guy, the fucking value goes down. Like the Giants allegedly went in and said, okay, wow us with the, the if ultimate you deal. you argue... And I'm just saying, if that wowed you, I don't think that's enough. If you want to argue for Odell, you don't want a great wide receiver on your team. If you want to argue, Julio Jones has never won anything. 
AJ Green's ever won anything? Antonio Brown's ever won anything? Odell Beckham's ever won anything? If you want, if you want to argue, you don't want a star wide receiver. Okay, I'll hear that argument, but then don't draft one. Yeah, I, I think that's what the Niners are doing. They don't want good receivers. But if they have one shit. But don't ever. make the, don't make the argument. The guy's a locker room cancer when all his teammates love him. Don't make the argument that he doesn't care about winning when you get pissed off when he fucking cares about winning too much. Don't say he doesn't fucking show a lot of passion when you get pissed off when he shows too much fucking passion on the field when he gets into when he gets into fights with guys who come after him. Like but you're defending him on all fronts. It's like the thing is here's you there, there's nothing you don't dislike about him. And I think there's a problem there. Like everything he does is fine with you. What, what what should I have a problem with? But my point is... Here, that's you, my question. And my answer is this, that you have zero problems I have, with him. I've had the same problem with every player in every sport across... When you go at your teammates and it's clear to everybody that your teammates don't like you, now we have a fucking... Terrell Owens attacked quarterbacks verbally assaulted quarterbacks in front of 60 cameras week in and week out. You know what you know what the issue here is and they're not talking about it. I guarantee you there's a problem with Eli and Odell that no one's talking about. Okay. So everybody's got to fucking pick a lane then. Is Eli the reason that the Giants are the fucking shit show that they are or is Odell? Cuz everybody you wants You answer to- that as a Giants fan. I don't think either of them are. You know what I think the problem with the New York Giants is? Their offensive line fucking sucks and their defense is a goddamn joke. The same thing that's wrong with every bad football team in the world. (laughs) Their offensive line is dog shit. Their defense can't stop anybody. You know when fucking diva wide receivers don't matter? When your fucking offensive line like the Dallas Cowboys in the 90s fucking shits on people, your receiver can go around the world smoking crack cocaine. Okay, so then you actually hit on something then. So then maybe to improve those different positions that matter, the offensive line, the defensive line, you got to get rid of some of these contracts. And that might include they, Eli and Odell and whoever. They just signed Odell's contract. Well, maybe Gettleman, who's new, is like, we don't want to Or deal maybe with they this. can fucking draft a goddamn lineman. I'm just saying, we know, we know, you know this, you say this all the time, that these big contracts can kind of hang over these teams. Sure. Great. And that's why you shouldn't give them to what's anybody. E- what's Eli making this year? $23 million. So Eli's making $23 million this year. Right. That's what doesn't make sense. That's the point, that, though. That, that's the point. It doesn't make sense to, to, have, to restart by not cutting Eli. Like if you're gonna, like it, you were it saying, was, it was they so could have, they could have, they could have cut Eli, kept Odell, kept all these studs, and drafted a quarterback and paid him nothing because you're paying all these guys. But you're paying that 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 plan would have made sense. Yeah, but your this plan, yeah, doesn't like make sense right now. But they were already you know? paying yeah. him. They were already paying Odell, and they were already paying Eli. Now, right. they weren't already paying Landon Collins, who wanted to be the number one fucking paid safety in football and became the number one. So, fine. So, fine. You let him go. You don't, you don't think he wasn't going to play for the franchise tag, so you let him go. 
fine. I did, did I fucking freak out when they fucking let Landon Collins go? And he goes and signs for $14 million. Do I love Landon Collins? Yes. Was I freaking out? No. You have to make financial decisions. Eli Manning, for one year, while you draft Dwayne Haskins or whoever, to, you're paying $23 million for one of the, in my opinion, greatest quarterbacks of all time who led your team to two fucking Super Bowls with two Super Bowl MVPs, who has certainly proven that he could teach somebody how not to fucking get hurt. He's never missed a fucking snap in his life. You have a $23 million Hall of Fame mentor for a quarterback who's going to take over and be handed Saquon Barkley, Odell Beckham, Sterling Shepard, Evan Engram, and fucking figure out an offensive line. I think what their mindset, again, we don't know, but I'm just going to take a stab at it. The Giants are just, blow, like this thing is just blowing up. They've sucked the last couple years. Who knows what they're going to do with Eli? I think they're going to obviously address that probably in the draft. But I think from the Giants' standpoint, it was they just wanted to blow it up. They just wanted to hit the reset button, so to speak. And whether it's right or wrong is is but to then, be determined. But, but then, if that's the case, then you cut Eli Manning, right? That's what I'm saying. If you blow it up, blow it up right. You got Eli, you know. And then now, you, I then you can afford. I understand not wanting to, Odell. I, I understand not wanting to fucking cut Eli because like you know it, it's a sour end to his career. But they also they didn't need. That's the thing. I don't think they are blow. They just signed Golden Tate to a forty million dollar contract. Golden Tate, they signed him for forty million dollar contract. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in Man, New York. You're no gonna, one knows what's going on. You're gonna love those six yard bucket button hooks. <laughs> like no one knows what's going that on. Sucks. That's the thing. Yeah. It, it like I just don't understand. Like you know, you know whose teammates didn't like him? You know who was a coach killer? You know who had a book written about what a piece of shit he was to friends, family, coaches, and teammates? Michael Jordan. Coach killer. Fucking running teammates out of town. And guess what they did? They found a guy who understood how to fucking deal with Michael Jordan. And then they surrounded Michael Jordan with extremely, extremely talented pieces. And then Michael Jordan won fucking six NBA championships. But before that, diva, asshole, punching people, coach killer. Imagine they had fucking traded him. They're like, ah, dude, they, he told Doug Collins he was a piece of shit. So we had to trade him. Imagine that. Imagine the fucking Bulls cho- chose <laughs> Doug Collins over Michael Jordan. Imagine they had chosen fucking Craig Hodges. <laughs> oh, we can't just let him go punching John Paxson in the face. This guy's a fucking wild card. Get him out of here. You know who has a fucking m- massive ego? The people who have been the biggest swinging dick everywhere they've went in their whole fucking life. Odell Beckham's like, you know why I can talk a bunch of shit? None of you can catch me. Literally. I'm faster than everybody that I've ever come into contact with in my whole life. Well, look, I think the legacy, so to speak, with Odell is going to be determined pretty shortly because how it plays out to kind of pivot to talk about the Browns, I think is going to say a lot because personally, I'm very curious as a fan of football how this is going to work when you have Arguably the best, they're the best duo in the NFL now. I don't think there's a question. Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr. You also now have Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, like you, Baker Mayfield. You have a Joku. lot. Joku. Joku, great. Yeah. 
you have a lot of egos. You have a lot of alpha males on one team. They're going to be awesome. And I don't know Tell if that's the case, goes. though. I really don't. I know you think they're going to be nine and seven. My prediction is nine and seven. I think they're going to be at least eleven and five. The coach has to manage these guys, is what I'm saying. And we have a we have a rookie coach. We have a brand new coach. Right? Can he right. manage? So the I'm egos? not making any, and I'm not making any prediction on them next year because I don't know what this guy's fucking deal is. One thing's for sure, he's a first year NFL head coach. But guess what? But they do have a stud. Their GM. fucking team is stacked. Yeah. They are. They're stacked on and paper. They took Vernon. Yeah. They got Olivia Vernon. So, but oh no, they don't have fucking Jabril Peppers to fucking return punts. If we needed a punt returner, why were we having Odell Beckham return punts? You know who's the best athlete on the field, regardless of where you're playing? <laughs> unless fucking, unless the Steelers sign Usain Bolt. Odell Beckham's your fucking punt returner. They're going to be awesome. You think the Steelers for sure win that division? The Steelers? Yeah, I'm sorry, sorry. I'm sorry, the Browns. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. Really? Yeah. I think it's going to be tough, but I think they win it. I don't I, think it's going to be a cakewalk. I don't know. I, think they win I don't it. know if the Browns win it next year, but I think the Browns win the majority yeah. of the AFC North titles in the next decade. The next decade. For sure. You you you're you're saying the Browns win the majority of that division in the next 10 years. Right. Wow. Right, right so, now, so right now those, who's I'm the best take, quarterback in that division? Right now who's the best quarterback in that division? Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. But in the next five years, it's not going to be Ben Roethlisberger, and it's not going to be Lamar Jackson, and it's not going to be Andy Dalton. It's going to be Baker. Maybe Baker's the he's, best. He's played one year. Baker. He's played was one year. Fucking sick. He's played one year. The best rookie season. He had twenty eight touchdowns. Didn't he know? I fucking hate the entire state of Ohio. You, you're you're both sort of from there. Doesn't make it better. The fucking, Jesus, the disrespect. Cincinnati and fuck Cleveland. I actually like Cincinnati more than Cleveland. I think Cleveland's a fucking cesspool. I hate it. I <laughs> fucking am miserable that Odell Beckham went to Ohio. I feel like it's karma for all of the just honest and fucking sharp destruction of Ohio that I've done over the years. <laughs> but they're going to be fucking good because yeah. he's a goddamn all-worlder. But again, there's one football so what? There's one. I don't. I don't. Think this is the Warriors situation because people use the well, same thing. Is it the fucking when they say, "Oh, there's one basketball dude"? Again, you have is it the Niners situation. Is it? Yeah. Is it Rice and Taylor and Craig. Is it and Rathman and fucking. Is, is it Irvin Brent and Harper Jones? and Smith and Novacek and oh, like, Novacek was nasty. Yeah. I think times are a lot different now. You have a different type of athlete and you have a different type of mental mindset with these young millennial athletes versus those guys. I do think it's different. I think they're going to be awesome. I'll bet you they're 11 plus wins. And they could be. Yeah. They, they could win 11, 12 wins. I'm not saying it's out of the realm of possibility. I just think also it's fucking Cleveland. Let's take everything else out of it. It was Cleveland last year and they won fucking seven wins with fucking with uh, Baker Mayfield. Still Cleveland. Seven wins. It's a is amazing for Cleveland. Brown's gonna brown. I, I, not anymore. Brown's gonna saying. ball. I think Browns aren't gonna brown. I think they're gonna win. And that's what's gonna make it so much worse. Yep. Is that Odell Beckham's gonna do, do for the Browns and they're gonna be like, he never's gonna win in New York. He just, well, he just won in Cleveland. <laughs> in the Browns. Mm-hmm. The Browns gonna brown. If you're if you're 
Here's the thing. If your argument is going to be you don't want a great receiver on your team, fine. Come to that argument. Other, every other argument, take it, light it on fire, and shove it up your ass because it's fucking stupid. All the fucking, all the, oh, he fucking did a fucking thing with Lil Wayne and he fucking, and then they asked about Eli. He said, I don't know. Like, how much more do you want him to fucking, he said, I don't know. He's never fucking yelled at anybody. I see his teammates, as far as you can tell, love the guy. Supposedly the guy who gave the fucking halftime speech in the locker room before whatever game down the stretch that they fucking needed to win. Like, he cares about football. I know you're not going to agree with this, but I think the mistake was they're just holding on too long to fucking Eli, man. You know, the whole fiasco happened two seasons ago when he was benched for Geno. Was it Geno Smith? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion, it's like it's like a marriage that should just get a divorce. But and I feel like they've held on too long and. I was all for them drafting drafting Saquon Barkley. Obviously, I think he's a great running back, probably the best in the NFL. But my point is this. I think that, in a way, is the nucleus of all this shit that's creating all these problems with the organization. I And I wholeheartedly disagree. And I think the, the problem with Eli Manning is that his offensive line is a fucking joke. And that's the problem with the New York Giants. But no one fucking points the finger at the guys whose names they don't know. They point the finger at the guys whose names they do know. They point the finger at the coach and the diva wide receiver and the fucking superstar quarterback. No one's saying shit. Who started at linebacker last year for the New York Giants? Can you name it? Can you name a starting linebacker for the New York Giants? The guy they traded from the Rams, Ogletree. Okay. okay. Ogletree. So you got one? I don't know besides right. that. Right. Yep. Who's in their secondary besides Landon Collins? Well, Eli they, Apple. They had Eli Apple and they traded him to the Saints. Yep. No idea. Who else did you have? No, Amakamura left your team a few years ago. Uh, look, look, dude, I don't know. I don't know the Giants roster per se off the yeah, top of my head. they fucking suck. That's why. Their defense but, and but their also, hold on a second. are terrible. But my point is, you guys have been holding on too long to Eli. Like, like that's just my opinion. Okay. You're, you're going to disagree. Again, he's he costs a lot of money. He won you two Super Bowls. Cool. I'm a what have you done for me lately. Dude, you haven't won a playoff game since 2011? Yeah. Since uh, 2011? Yeah. It's 2019. There, there's a consistent thread between teams that have shitty offensive lines and fucking ones that win Super Bowls. I and agree, also, but and sometimes also teams with shitty offense. They missed lines. on backup or the next quarterback. They tried, you know, Davis Webb they, wasn't they, any but they good. haven't. They haven't tried, and they haven't. I agree. Tried they Viola haven't tried. They haven't tried. Good. But I don't think that they should have tried. Well, what I'm saying is, they drafted quarterbacks. They brought them to camp. They saw him play. They're like, yeah, this guy's not next. This, but you know so, what I mean. But my question is, so you shouldn't trade Eli when you don't have you, when you when you evaluate somebody, you have to evaluate them based on. What physically they can and can't do. What is the problem with Eli Manning now that he should no longer be the quarterback of the New York football giants? He doesn't have the arm. He's like paid. No, he got hurt. He can't make the throws anymore. That's not true. He can make the throws. Can he? Yeah. Can he? No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've watched him and been like, yeah, this guy still makes throws. Sometimes it's it's a, a giant miss. And then I'm wondering, well, did the receiver run to the wrong spot? Um, You know, did he just miss him? I have no idea. You know what I mean? There were a lot of times when I don't watch the Giants as much as you. There were a lot of times that I saw just miscommunication. Yeah. Between 
the receiver, Eli. Eli looking at him like, you're supposed to go this way. and he went Which this I've way. said a million times about the New York Giants and, and other fucking young football teams, which is stop giving first year and second year and third year wide receivers option routes. Stop it. It's never worked once. Yeah. But, you know, like the idea that, to, that the TB12 method is why Tom Brady hasn't lost fucking, uh, you know, shit on his fastball and Eli Manning has, has like, it's, Peyton Manning did it with no, Peyton Manning did it with literally a, a, a severed neck and no arm. It's not about the physical. It's about the fact that they don't protect him, they can't run the ball, and they can't stop anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, literally, the only... I saw a lot of, like, screen passes to Saquon last year that he had to run 40 yards to get to. Um, and then just... Because they're not a good football team. Yeah. And honestly... And the, I honestly, I don't remember seeing it as much with the old coach. Right. Yeah, I don't know what Shermer's deal is. That other guy was fucking in way over his head. Like... It's just the idea that you're you're lost and you don't have a fucking idea what you're doing and that your move is then to just get rid of your best player. That that's what I'm saying. That's seems, what I'm saying. Seems to me like a, a there's rep. no easy. See, not only that, not your best player. Your best player on both sides of the ball. You get rid of your best player on defense. You, mean, and you get rid of your best player. Now yeah. Saquon is going to be their best player, mm-hmm. but Odell Beckham has been their best player. Mm-hmm. Odell Beckham and Landon Collins have been able. Oh, well, they haven't won shit in the years where they have them. Okay, great. That doesn't mean that A.J. Green's not the fucking best player on the Cincinnati Bengals just because they fucking suck. Doesn't mean that Matthew Stafford's not the best player on the fucking Detroit Lions just because they fucking suck. There's a lot of teams that fucking suck. Well, you know who doesn't suck? Seeking! Great segue there. Great segue about me. Guys, we've been going to spring training games all week, and we've been getting our tickets via SeatGeek. Again, we've met dirtballs at every game. Shout out to all the dirtballs who came out. And I know every dirtball who saw us out here in Arizona got their tickets via SeatGeek. The best part is that you can see exactly where you're sitting. So before we went to all these games, we knew exactly the aerial view, what side of the ballpark we'd be at. So go on SeatGeek right now. You can get tickets for any event, not just sports, comedy shows, concerts, music festivals, Broadway, you name it. SeatGeek is available, all live events. And best of all, all Dirtballs get $10 off their first SeatGeek purchase. So just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. And I am going to be using SeatGeek to go to the Lakers because I have to own up on that. Bet to Sam Tripoli. What was your bet? Wearing a Kobe Bryant jersey that says no means no. (laughs) Did you bet the Lakers made the playoffs? I bet that they would go farther than the Clippers. Ooh. Yeah, I took a big L on that one. L chain. Yeah, serious L on that one. We do have to finish up some other NFL stuff. We got to discuss Le'Veon Bell going to the New York Jets. That's obviously a big story. Four years, right? $52 million. I believe thirty-five million in guaranteed. We, talk, we talked about this. In nice. The dri- we talked about this in the drive up, though. Yeah, he actually lost money by sitting out last year. Correct. He lost well, fourteen million dollars to basically to secure that thirty-five. But wasn't he? What was he offered? I'm pretty sure the original offer that the Steelers made to him was four years, seventy million. 
and he got four years, 52 from yeah. the Jets. Yeah. But he wanted more because Gurley had just signed for more than that. Right. And the initial reports were, oh, he should he should held out. He should get, and then it's like, okay, well, didn't really work out. Not only did you not get the that deal, you didn't get the fourteen million last year. And I get. Do you it. think? Do you I think get, it came down from the commissioner, you, like to the whoever's offering money? You absolutely cannot offer it more than the Steelers because uh, you can't. The have only this. Re- the only reason I would say you that can't it have didn't star sitting out. The only reason I would say it didn't is because I think that they're uh, maybe avoiding some collusion for the next few years. They might just be taking, <laughs> might just be tapping. They might have a league. Tap the brakes on collusion. <laughs> like we can't collude anymore. We need next a thing you know, we'll collusion time. Next thing you know, we'll be paying Le'Veon Bell five hundred million to just <laughs> well, fucking. I think this shows that he doesn't really. Well, Le'Veon to me is all about the money, obviously, and I don't care. You can be, but you chose. I said this in the car ride. To me, the late or the, the or the Brown. Oh God, Jesus Christ, Steelers. I'm fucking. I was I was ready to say Lakers, Browns. Browns. I, I'm out of my mind. I need to get some sleep. The Steelers are a great organization. They've always been a great organization. They're always in the thick of it. Allegedly. So they say. Statistically. Okay. Facts. Just like Mike, f- Mike Tomlin, let's come back to the what have you done for me lately yeah. okay. question. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me finish. My point is you left the Steelers organization to go to the New York Jets, who a, another fact, have not been a strong organization in the National Football League. Yeah, That's all yeah. I'm saying. And, and I... And I agree with you. Like, look, Jets fans are very excited right now. Jet, every every Jets fans turned up. This is it. This is, I mean, the Jets do this all the time. Yeah. But let's look at you know you want to you want to question what what guys are doing in the locker room. Great athletes are cutting and running away from the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're basically saying that Ben Rosberger is a piece of shit that treats them all like fucking garbage. And that Mike Tomlin fucking lets him do it. Let's it happen. Let's, let's it happen. Mike Tomlin, I've been arguing for fucking years on this show, is overrated. He basically got the Les Miles fucking title where <laughs> he gets one right. He gets one with somebody else's fucking team. And then what has he done lately? What has he done lately except for have arguably the most talented team in his division every year? Lose to the fucking... Bengals lose to the fucking Ravens. Now he's going to lose to the fucking Browns. He's going to lose to the Browns. Where, what happened? Steelers win every win a Super Bowl every fucking four years. Yeah. And now people are just going, yo, we don't want to play with the guy who's a fucking rapist but still thinks he can tell us what to do. And also, like, I heard with Antonio Brown specifically, like, the coaches would call him kid all the time. Like, yeah, he's a good kid. Yeah, way to go, kid, 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 kid. And, dude, like, guy's 30 years old. He's out there. Fucking kicking ass every week, um, being one of the greatest receivers in the league, and like your own coaches are calling you kid. Well, you have it's, problem. You have problem with the kid thing. I call people I, kid. I call people kid all the time. Oh, that's cool, but like you wouldn't call Antonio Brown kid. Saying like he's a good kid. Yeah, no, it's patronizing, and it's mm. it's patronizing for sure. I don't he's think it's grown pa- man. I don't think it's patronizing. Well, we you're can an agree, idiot. We can agree. Okay, well, yeah. we can agree to disagree. I don't think calling someone a kid is patronizing. Yeah, I, I think when. When in a in a work environment, when your boss is calling you kid all the time, the that same boss is probably calling everybody kid because because they're. I'm just saying. So, but like here, for Antonio so here's Brown, the for Antonio Brown, a guy who's no, a fifth round pick who had to earn everything it he got. It, it only like, only one question. Only one question matters: Is he calling Ben Roethlisberger kid? Yeah. 
And I'll say, I bet no. you not. I bet you he's not. Well, we don't know that. No, but, but that's I know why I he's the calling. Question, and this, and I said, yeah, I bet. and I know he's calling Antonio Brown a kid. And I can see how that I, would have set me him. personally. I would not be sensitive to the term kid. Okay, I wouldn't. Okay, but so, Antonio Brown is a different person. Okay, and Antonio Brown was a fifth round draft pick. Okay, had to earn everything he got. Yeah, was given nothing. Yeah, and now he's, if not the best top two receiver in the league, and you got a coach patronizing him. Who's this coach? Uh. Todd Haley. But Todd Haley hasn't coached there for a few years. Well, this is this is Todd Haley talking about Antonio Brown now. And so like and then 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 I heard from Antonio Brown talking about this. I'm like, yeah, I can see that. That would bother me if I was Antonio Brown. And if they're not and if like Joe's saying, if they're not calling Ben Roethlisberger kid, that's patronizing. And, and if you know, he wants and, his money. And guess what? Here's the thing. To so just bring it all the way back around. And then Antonio Brown said, I wanted to leave. And yeah. you know what the difference is between him and Odell Beckham? Odell Beckham never one fucking time ever hinted that he wanted to fucking go anywhere. Right. I disagree with that. Okay. They straight up asked him during an interview. If uh, he's happy in New York. And he never said a definitive yes or no on that. But that, that's, that's not that, saying I want to leave. That lukewarm quasi answer to me doesn't affirm. It's like, also a trap question. Yeah. I mean, guys, it's for somebody, if you want to be there, you say, I want to be a New York Giant. I want to be a they, Well, Pittsburgh first of all, Steelers. they didn't ask him if he, wanted, if he was happy being a New York Giant. Yeah, what was the question that happened in New York? It's a trappy question. I don't necessarily agree that it's a trappy question. I, I I just think this might be better. Again, we'll see it play out, and Prano's going to think I'm crazy. This might be better for both and or, or Odell Beckham Jr. and the New York Giants. Sometimes marriages don't work. Yeah, but so we'll we'll actually never know that answer though. What if if, if, might- if the Giants go on in the next couple of years to? have a lot of success if the, if the Bulls had traded Michael Jordan and won the championship the next year you could say oh it'd be better but then you'd be not considering the fact that he won fucking six like yeah if the Giants are turn it around next year if, if suddenly the New York Giants go from three and whatever to you know nine and seven everybody's like look they're better without Odell Beckham are they is that is that what better is? I, I will say as a, but, but again, I feel like you, as a you, fan of a team with not him, talent, you're going to defend him till death. Well, why? Why though? Why do you think that? I'm asking you. Like, like, why is I've why, already why do you, I've already explained myself multiple times. Why do you see times. no care? You see no character flaws in Odell Beckham Jr. I, what character flaws do you see in Odell Beckham Jr.? I'm saying this much: when you bring. Attention. You loved Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown was your guy. You argued with me that Antonio Brown is what Odell Beckham should be. I don't know if I exactly argued that. And Antonio Brown has been extremely dramatic and a big distraction to the team to the point where they didn't let him play in the final game against the Bengals, which they lost. So 
my argument is, is this on Odell Beckham Jr.? I don't know if I have an extremely strong stance on it, but for you to just say, oh, there's there's everything he does is perfect, and that, no, he, and that the, him bringing... The, no, the, the idea... Dude, you play there, in New York. Anything you do is under the biggest fucking microscope. Yeah. You know this. So what do you want him to do? Change who he is and be somebody different because he's playing in New York. What I'm saying is this. When you're doing some of the things that he's done... On the sideline. What I'm and saying is... It's that, not just him. It's it's the Ocho Cinco type shit. It's, it's all no, these no, guys. No, 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 no. Don't bring up receivers that attacked teammates and that called out their fucking quarterbacks and that got into, coach, got into screaming matches with coaches on the sideline. Don't bring up those guys. Yeah, Odell Beckham wasn't put on doing a Hall that. of Fame jacket. He was kicking you. fucking co- kicking nets We've ne- and he was fucking you, throwing his helmet. You, you're telling me Odell's never had an altercation... With a teammate or coach on the side, I guarantee he has. He literally every I guarantee he has. Okay, you can pull it up. But the only altercation that ever had on the sideline with people is when he's fucking pissed off and somebody comes over to him and is like, "Nah, dude, it's fucking chill." And he's like, "Nah, man, I'm fucking pissed off. Let me be pissed off." He's never fucking attacked anybody, any teammate. Or, again, all his teammates have went out of their way to say he's they want to fucking... He's also, again, to bring it back to Eli, Odell has never affirmed... What do you... T- do you want to pull up the quote about, I, I want the I, I want to bring another... Cha- I want Eli to win another championship before he leaves? But also, what was the quote that he made during that one interview about... Where they said, is Eli Manning the problem with the Giants? And he said, I don't know. Exactly. Well, so what do you want him to say there? No. He should say no. He's not the problem. Okay. Well, now to me, to me, or to or me, again, to it's me, another trap doing, question. To me, what you're it's doing, it's another trap question. No, it's not. To me, you, what you, you yeah, either hold on. And that, to me, what you're doing is you you are taking something that anybody can go. Okay, you, you, I don't know. It doesn't bother me, but but and you're going. No, no, no. This is a problem. It's like you're doing what the people do. You're trying to make things that like. Aren't necessarily a thing. A thing. No, no, no. What, what I'm thinking is, I, is I'm talking. I'm talking about different scenarios. And by the way, if somebody asked me that, maybe it's not saying he's not the problem. But if somebody asked me, and I play with ten other guys on one side of the ball, and they say, "Is Eli the problem?" I just say, "We have a lot of things we need to fix as a team. There's an easy solution." Then you're not throwing anybody under the bus. But they didn't. At, they they asked him, "Is Eli Manning the problem?" You can again escape around it. That's what I'm saying. Okay. And say we have a lot of things we need to fix seems, as a team. Seems like a real long fuck. Seems that 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 seems like a, a terrible example of why to trade a all time. All I know is this, Joe. Talent. All I know is this. There's a reason behind it. Again, I think there's things we don't necessarily know. The fact that they did trade him, I think. Mark my words. I think maybe some things are going to come out at a later time that none of us know about, that hasn't been made public knowledge. I just think there's some other shit going on here. I think that's the only explanation, in my opinion. Well, then it's going to be shit that's coming from the Giants in an attempt to explain why they think, traded I, I, away I mean, a honestly, great player. It here, could be. It's not going to come from Odell. Do you want to know what I think? And here's the thing. And, I, and you know, uh, it, it's hard for me. Like, I have obviously very good friends. A, a, a very good friend who is very involved in the New York Giants organization. But what I think it comes down to is I think the Giants, much like the Steelers, much like a lot of teams that are, are 
you know, family run and have been doing this for a long time, they are like, we're not interested in the millennial look at me fucking receiver. And to them, I would say, guys, the ship sailed. They all have Instagram. Yeah. Okay. You didn't just bring in Golden Tate, who has now had a three camera shoot <laughs> about signing his deal with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If 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 you think you're drafting Kyler Murray and Kyler Murray's not gonna have a fucking haircut specific for his fucking draft cap, then you're fucking wrong. You you missed you're like it's over. It's it's over. The the we don't want fucking la- like no, this isn't you're you're not the fucking this isn't the 80s anymore. This isn't the 90s. And by the way, if it was the 80s, if it was the 80s and Lawrence Taylor had Twitter, we like yeah. the Giants would have at least one less championship. They'd be like, "Why did you tweet at that girl? She's 14." <laughs> Why did you ask her if she wanted to get the pipe? And were you talking about your dick or a crack pipe? <laughs> Please clarify for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why did you throw cheese at that girl you had sex with? Because she's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you, the, the, those days are over. Yeah, man. Those days are over. And honestly, that's what I think it is. They're- and I think it's, oh, he's a distraction because he's a... He's a big fucking and the hair and everybody wants to know what Odell's doing all the time and the look at me shit. But but you keep asking me like you defend him, you defend him. I defend. I'll never defend Carmelo Anthony ever because of a lack of effort, a clear dislike from his teammates, constantly throwing his teammates under the bus, sucker punching, lack of days of play, all the things that Odell Beckham doesn't do. He he's a fucking sore loser. And he really gets upset about it. And he fucking acts like a baby when he doesn't win. Is that the best quality in a receiver? No. But I'd rather you show me too much passion than not enough passion. I'd rather you kick over kicking nets than fucking put your hoodie on and sit on the bench and be a sulking, whining. So hold on. I'm not going to give And like I said. Oh, we're going to lose and I'm not going to try. Why should I try if we're losing? But hold on. So who would you rather have from not a actual on the field perspective it sounds like to me if you are running a team you'd rather have as far as personality wise you'd rather have the odell beckham jr type personality versus a julio jones i'm quiet personality no i know i just want the best no, player i just want the best guy and and the other thing i think uh, but I, i'll certainly tell you this these teams these old school teams got to realize that these players have just a big of a platform or bigger than they do now. Like, Odell Beckham, it's not, the, the Steelers story is not going to be the only story out there about, about Antonio Brown. Right. Or the yeah. New York Giants. It's not going to be the only story out there. And people, like, don't have to take their word for it because all these guys I'm not, have I'm a huge I'm not platforms. denying that. I'm just, I'm just posing, that's just, that's just I'm just posing the question. That's what I'm saying. Because you use that as a, an example. I'm just saying to you, you're saying you don't prefer one over the other as far as personality. I want the guy who scores the most touchdowns right. with the most yards and on the fucking as and everything. So yes, I want Odell Beckham over Cole Beasley. Yeah. Even though Cole Beasley's putting out a rap album. 
Because Cole, I'll I'll take Cole, I'll take Odell Beckham wearing a fucking Nazi uniform <laughs> over Cole Beasley. Yeah, I will. I would do. I would do. Now I got a great mental image, by the yeah, way, of yeah, that yeah. with his blonde hair. I would too, now man. Julio Jones, AJ. Okay, now we're talking about other fucking. We're talking about other elite wide receivers. Do, don't we all just want Jerry Rice? Of course, that's what we all want. But Jerry Rice is the only person that the word "goat" should be used to describe in football, because there's only one goat, the greatest of all time, the hardest working, the fucking all the quietest, records, all the everything. Super yes. Bowl MVP. Does everybody want three fucking, Super Bowls? Does everybody want Jerry Rice? Of course, right. of course they do. But I'll take Michael Irvin over fucking Plaxico Burris. I'll take Michael. I, I mean, who? Give, give me a fucking. I'll take Michael Irvin over Jordy Nelson. Oh, Jordy Nelson. Fucking everybody loves Jordy Nelson. Nice guy. Uh, cut again. I'll take. I'll take you wearing fucking, you know, s- suits with more pinstripes, and you have catches on the season, even though you're a fucking all pro receiver, and you're going into a house designed to look like the White House, but it's really a brothel, and then you're filling your car with underage girls, and you're having sex with them because you're Michael Irvin. Good dresser. He was a great dresser in Still court. Still is. Yeah. Still is on the NFL Network. Yeah. Especially in court with that mink coat. I'd take the two guys that Dave Gettleman traded, Odell Beckham Jr. and Steve Smith, over every 49er receiver since T.O. Right? Every single one. Yeah, I'm trying to think of your guys since T.O. Zero. Nothing. Not good. Not good. We got Mario Manningham. <laughs> yeah, not good. Well, look, Wasn't guys. not good with Alex Smith. I know we wanted to keep this short. We're exhausted. We still have some. What other big what free other, agents uh, have uh, signed? What, yeah, you, want, you guys want to talk D Ford? <laughs> Great pickup. Teddy Bridgewater remains with the Saints. Jordan Matthews coming Teddy to the Br- Niners. I'm not sure Teddy Bridgewater. Well, uh, the Saints giving the Saints hate money, huh? Yeah. Seven and a half million for a backup. Seven point two five million for Teddy Bridgewater. I, I guess they're just they're just paying him enough to not be a starter. Wouldn't he get like fifteen million with the, at least with the Dolphins? I don't know. I don't know. Obviously not, right? Yeah. Has, has anybody? He's not turning down twice as much money to start somewhere, unless Teddy Bridgewater is like you can't get cut if you never start. Yeah. Yeah, you guys signed Jordan Matthews, your San Francisco 49ers. Ha ha Clinton Dix headed to Chicago. You guys also signed uh, Jason Verrett. Ha ha Clinton Dix apparently took less money to go to Chicago, which props to ha ha Clinton Dix. He's going to shove it to the fucking Packers. Packers. And he's getting, uh, he's getting back together with his Alabama boy. Um. What was I going to say? Uh, oh, we forgot to say uh, former Seahawk. What's his name? Safety. Signed with the Ravens. Yep. Is I that, thought we were going to get him too. Earl Thomas. Earl yeah. Thomas. I really wanted it. him. Yeah. To the Ravens. But, who fucking, their their defense better be good. Blake Bortles weighed by the Jags. I do want to ask this question. Does anybody sign Blake Bortles? Yes. As a backup? Yes. I hope it's not the Niners. Somebody will sign him. He's fucking garbage. Somebody will sign him. Yeah, I think he will. 
Well, look, guys. I mean, we're two years removed from him playing in the AFC Championship. Yeah. We're not even two years removed. We're fucking basically a year removed from him playing in the AFC Championship. That game. was the best Steve's ever played. Yes, absolutely. And he's trash. And yeah. he's always been trash. But the bottom line is he is respectful of the national anthem. And he will absolutely get signed for yeah, some Because he does not kneel. I mean, Nathan Peterman's still in the fuck. Nathan Peterman got a second contract. Stop it. I, the, he was, I, I thought the Raiders cut him. Nathan Peterman is on the practice squad of the Raiders. He's not on the actual team, for the record. I will. I, I think any one of us would be a no better one's on the NFL, practice squad yet. NFL player than Nathan yeah, Peterman. He, he was signed when, when Nathan Peterman signed with the Raiders, he signed for their practice squad last year. Right. But I'm saying... Coming to the, he got a new contract, right? He's under contract with the Raiders. He's under contract. I think they cut him. Did they again? Yeah, I think they did. I think they did. So now the question is, does Nathan Peterman get another contract? Yeah. Okay, let's 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 do a quick pivot. Because well, that's straight collusion. I yeah. want to wrap up this episode. Yes. Because we got we got to sleep. Best ballpark out here in Arizona. Because for anybody who wants to come out. Talking stick where the Diamondbacks play. We saw it today. Beautiful Diamondbacks ballpark. and the Rockies. The, yeah, shared shared complex. Shared complex. Very well done. The the Rockies have the right field, first base side. Mm-hmm. We we entered uh, through the left field gate. Well, we ended up having to go back out the left field gate and meeting Laz at home plate. But we basically came through the Diamondbacks side of the thing. Uh, a walkway with all of their, you know, team their history gear. on it. It was yeah. their welcome side, their team stores in left field, their executive offices are in left field. Right field's got the Rockies, all the Rocky shit. Beautiful ballpark, like truly uh, a major league level ballpark. If there was like another deck on it to fucking, you know, house twenty thousand more people or whatever. But yeah, fantastic ballpark. What a day we had out there, hanging out awesome. by the bullpen, watching Surfer Mom Zach Greinke. Dude, it was it was odd how much of a uh, Hermosa Beach mom Zach Grinky looks like. Yeah, my favorite part of that it's weird stadium was seeing the the coach for the we were hanging out when we first got there by the Diamondbacks bullpen, seeing the older coach hit on that woman standing right next to us. Just so you guys know, we're, we're standing above the bullpen. You know, the players are right below us, and there, there's this very attractive woman, and he says to her, he likes her hat. And he says, where did you get it? And she goes, Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> Just throwing game out in front of everybody. I loved it. How old do you think that guy was? 50. 50, just hitting on some like 30-year-old he had zero shot with. Yeah. I don't know, dude. That guy's a fucking bullpen catcher. Yeah. He's got a shot. Yeah, he's got That's the uniform a gig. On. That's a he's good the uniform gig, She was blonde. He yeah. took a shot. Right. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Is that the move? Like every game? Apparently. You just <laughs> take a yeah. shot at some... Course. Some girl by the bullpen. What else are you going to do? And then some girl took a shot down at them and was like, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was, was like, why do you guys get a DAH? It's like, fucking ask your husband, you dumb bitch. <laughs> yeah, what did she ask the players? She's like, why do you guys get a DAH? I thought you are in the National League. She's like, just shouting it into the dugout. <laughs> She's like, Quiet. my tits want to know why you guys get in the-. Her husband's like, babe, what are you doing? Stop it, stop it, stop it. She's like, trying to get fucked by an entire bullpen. Just get the fuck away from me. Who's the most savage of athletes? Is it baseball or hockey players? I feel like with girls, they just mow through women, right? H- hockey players I, don't have a great rep, right? Yeah. They're savages. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's, it's one of those two. For it's sure. one of those two, right? It's, I mean, let's be honest. NBA players don't exactly have a great rep either. I mean, yeah, but when I think of... But ho- the, like, have NBA players ever like traded wives? Like that happened in baseball. No, yeah. That's what and, I'm saying. And like hockey players routinely fuck each other's girlfriends. Yeah, and, and now that hockey players, like, like, again, I was friends with a bunch of the hockey guys at my school. They would straight up have contest. Who does this? Contest. Guys on the team, they'd be like, Whoever fucks the fattest chick tonight, they're all going to throw 10 bucks in a pot. And whoever fucks the fattest chick gets 200 bucks. Like, that's the kind of savagery. Like, your guys are millionaires. Stop it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would have been a great hockey player for that, huh? You would have crushed. would have crushed. Yeah, Soft that- head wouldn't have helped a lot, but. <laughs> Too soon. It's all right, kid. Yeah. You'll be fine, kid. Yeah. But you would have been playing before the denting happened. Yeah. The denting anniversary is coming up on five years. Yeah. Or maybe you would have got dented at six at the ice rink. Yeah. Yeah. We'll never know. Uh, crazy eye Sam Bradford got all serious with me last night. He's like, I've been listening to your podcast that long. He goes, it was really tough after the denting because like, he goes, like, your speech was really bad, man. <laughs> no offense. And I'm like, no offense. You look like crazy eye <laughs> Sam Bradford. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> I love I love this this dream team of dirtballs we have now. We have- that was great, and then and then shout out to Tyler who uh, sent us to Chino Bandito tonight, which was oh. the Chinese Mexican restaurant. Hold on, I'm gonna just go shut off this heat that's pumping. How much? How much? Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't I couldn't eat any Cheeto Bandito. A Chinese. I couldn't, get, I couldn't Chinese Mexican. I was too hungover. I wasn't re- ready to eat yet. So. Like the idea of a pork burrito, oh. it was it was just like just thinking about it made me. Want I to got it. I got Laz. I got a pork. I got a hot. I got like a it was like a glazed pork and a spicy pork burrito mixed yeah. with refried refried beans and white rice and a delicious cookie. And uh, I regret it at the minute I ate it. You, Laz made the best point to Prano. As we're, as we're walking into this place, he goes, Prano, you took food advice from a 22-year-old dirtball. I mean, he said it was the best restaurant in town. In town. Also, it was on diners, drive-ins, and dives. Yeah. You know. I mean, I did, my okay, cheese quesadilla was, was just fine. You know? Well, I'm kind of hungry right now. The, yeah. the chicken... The chicken uh, what was it the jade chicken or whatever? It's pretty good. The pork, yeah. the pork wasn't great. Yeah, the pork was a little, a little firm. Well, we are going to drive to Palm Springs tomorrow. If you guys are listening to this episode or watching this episode, Joe will be at Palm Springs all weekend at the Fantasy Springs. That's right, uh, Fantasy Springs Resort and Casino. Uh, one show tomorrow, two shows Saturday. Uh, come check it out. Uh, I'll be doing, I think, 25 minutes or a half hour featuring for Alan Havy. So uh, come come to the show. Cool. And uh, you guys can follow us at The Dirty Sports. I'm sending out a bunch of koozies when I get back. So thanks to everybody who sent me their address or sent screenshots using any of our promo codes or a screenshot of an iTunes review. Again, I'll get those out when I get back to Los Angeles. You can follow me at Andy Ruther on all things social media. Andy Lazarus, what's going on, buddy? Um, you follow me on uh, Andy Lazarus on Instagram and Venice Gaze on Instagram. And uh, we'll be doing the Home Run Comedy Show next weekend in L.A. Joe, you're on that show, I yeah? I am, yeah. Baseball yeah, Central. at Baseball Central in the parking lot. Should be a good time. I think there's tacos and booze, and it's 
should be pretty hot. And, so come and on out. speaking of good times in baseball related parking lots, I do just want to throw something out since we were discussing it yesterday. If you notice, Andy Ruther is wearing his Amarillo Sod Poodles gear. He was repping it today at the uh, San like Diego Ballpark because they are the San Diego affiliate. We were talking with Sod Poodle Dirtball Nick Yardley. Uh, yesterday about potentially doing a great uh, night at the Amarillo Ballpark. You know, maybe we're throwing out the idea of maybe doing like a VIP like box with like booze and food and maybe doing a podcast in the parking lot and all kinds of things. And at first, you know, the idea of going to Amarillo, I was like, where the fuck is Amarillo? And when he started, he, what he said to me, on the phone at first was he goes it's not really near anything it's like it's three hours from Oklahoma City it's five hours from Dallas it's three hours from Albuquerque it's like four hours from Colorado Springs and I was like well while not being close to anything is actually very central to a lot of things yeah so if you're in any of those areas or you even know where Amarillo is in life as it relates to where you are Slide into our mentions slide into our DMs hit us up and let us know if you would come to an epic Minor league baseball, dirty sports bonanza. Say July or August. Love it because if we can get a head count of like a, a you know a nice gang of people, yeah, that'd be sound, fun. Sounds like we can get a fucking. I'm looking right now. Nick already's emailed me. We have a possibility of luxury suites, dugout suites, concourse suites, a party deck, and basically to add on to what Prano said, if we get a nice group of you guys that are willing to come to this, we can set up a whole event. The saw poodles. It sounds like are going to be. Welcoming very, us. very welcoming to us. Yeah, and we're talking, you know, not just a pitch. Are they the triple A or double A? Double A, double A, 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 a full, which is like basically better than triple A yeah. these days, right? You go, f- all the good teeth. You can go from double A to the pigs, yeah, just as easy. Yeah. So this would be a full event. We're looking at possibly, like Joe said, July and August. If you if you have any interest, DM us. Let us know. We want to make this a whole dirty sports event. Might involve koozies, the ballpark, you know, promotional things. Me dressing up as a sob poodle. Pranos. Oh, yeah. I mean, I asked if I could be the sod pool. They said I'm too tall. <laughs> they said you need to be 5'8 to 5'11, which I fit that build. Possibly, Perfect. Possibly. I, sh- I asked I asked Nick, I go, how many, you know, because what I know about minor league teams, really, it's all about selling tickets. I go, how many tickets do I got to sell to start in right field? <laughs> He's like, 100. Yeah. It's like he, a lot. It's <laughs> like also, more than I can say right now. But He also mentioned the possibility of us shooting out T-shirts, the T-shirt cannon. I mean, this is a whole, like, we're not just doing the pitch. This would be a whole festive game of dirty so sports-related if, stuff. If that sounds like something you'd be interested in doing on a, you know, a, a, a weekend in the summer, let us know. If we can get a, you know, an idea, we'll, uh, we'll start to get the ball rolling on that. Cool. Well, awesome. Sounds well, cool. Well, guys, let's get some sleep. Dirt balls. Enjoy the episode. Enjoy the weekend. We'll be back again in a couple days. And most importantly, stay dirty. <laughs>